Hello, hello, hello. It's us again. The Green Dudes. Um, we, we are the only Green Day podcast that matters. And that's not us being cocky. That is just us being um, factual, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know... Even if there was a uh, current competitor, we, it, that would still be the case, I think. Right. I mean, there isn't. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't, which is like it, it which is nice, you know, yeah. because like if, it seems like it's like kind of makes it a little easier for us to say that. You'd be like, yeah, we're the only, you know, but yeah, but even if there was someone else, it's then, us. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's us, and you know, I I I encourage those other guys or gals uh, or non-binary <laughs> pals to uh, to you know do your best Green Day pod, the best Green Day podcast you can. But um, us, yeah. the Green Dudes, I mean, we were born to to play this role, so it's gotta be. It's gotta be intimidating, you know, to be in our shadow. I bet oh, there's yeah. other people out there. They're like, you know what? Saviors is coming out soon. I'm like, wait, I'm so back into Green Day. And I was going to start a Green Day podcast, but these titans of the format loom so large that it's like, what chance does anyone else even have? I know. No, it's, and and it's, you know, I, I, I do, uh, kind of feel bad. Uh, Uh, kind of, I kind of do. Yeah. Um, because we just like we jumped onto the scene and just fucking you know it, it <laughs> didn't didn't look back it was all over it was over you know yeah. it was over yeah. for the rest of the yeah. um and uh but you know no you know i i i encourage them it's it's kind of like you know people still open small coffee shops even though starbucks is a, is a thing you know yeah, like they still yeah, do that, totally. and it's it's like a nice little cute uh, boutique thing, you know. That's, um, d- you know, just for fun, really. Like it's not, right, it's, it's right, never going to be Starbucks, right. but it's no, it's no. A, it's a nice little place. So that's kind of I mean, how I think. Some 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 people say that they think the coffee's better at like a place that isn't a chain, you know. Yeah, like, well, they're I know. able to focus more on like quality or. But they say that to make themselves feel better. They say that to make themselves feel better. Yeah, that's I the mean, thing. um. Ah, fuck. I, I, I can't spin this now in a way that I'm not going to defend Starbucks, so I I, uh, <laughs> I really fucked this up. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that, that was... I don't know. I guess maybe that was just the first thought that came to mind, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, we can leave it there. That's fine, you know? It's I mean, fine. people still open, open general stores, even though Mar- Walmart's a thing. Right. I, it feels like you're. It feels like you're going backwards yeah. now. I don't want to be Walmart. Well, well, the funny thing is, they really don't really. Do, you know, like. Yeah. I, I I don't really think they. I mean, maybe maybe some places people do open up like boutique general stores, but um, Walmart has destroyed most of them. So. Yeah. Well, um. There you go. And that that's just kind of what we will we will do to your podcast if you. If you, if you attempt to create one, <laughs> but, uh, you know, have at it, have at it. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm I just know. kidding. You know, I know, we're just having a bit of a laugh here. We're having a laugh. Make a, you know, I, I honestly, uh, hand on my heart. I've got my hand on my heart. Connor can see this. He can confirm. He really does. I do. Um, you can, you know, 
the more the merrier here in in the Green Day verse. Um, the, the GDU. The GDU, yes. Uh, you know, please, you know, make a podcast and come on our podcast to talk about it. You know, it's it's a uh, we're we're in the business of making friends here. But um, anyways, jokes aside, I I'm here with my with with my best friend and uh, Green Day co-conspirator. Um, long time Green Day comrade, brother in arms, brother in legs, uh, Mr. Connor Kelly. Thanks for that. Yeah. How does Thanks it for that, my leg brother. Yeah, we, we're leg bros. Um, how are you doing today, Connor? I'm all right. I'm all right, man. Having a pretty good day. You had a had your day off of work you, you're you're playing hooky today yeah you're playing hooky <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we don't you're lounging about with your shirt off uh-huh uh-huh you know you're just sitting there with your thumb up your ass right yeah uh, must feel good to be you yeah feels great you know one uh one thumb way up i have to say <laughs> yes yeah, um, uh, you have a long thumb too. <laughs> you do have a long. Thumb. You know, instead of like the classic Roger Ebert, you know, like two thumbs way up or whatever. It's like I'm just I'm I'm one thumb way up. One you know, thumb so pretty way up. Pretty pretty good day. Yeah, maybe that's pretty how we day. should. Maybe that's how we should rate the albums because we haven't even discussed this. You know, we're no, we're we're here at the end of um of discussing every song on on 39 smooth green day's first record um yes and and we haven't even discussed if we're gonna rate them i think i i i think we are going to uh we'll 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 do the um you know one one uh one thumb way up or yeah. or one thumb way down so that's it it's just a binary it's just one <laughs> yeah. th- one thumb up or one thumb down yeah. It just feels like, like as Green Day fans, like we're gonna get a lot of thumbs up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, I don't know how many true. thumbs are gonna be down in the end. So maybe no, we'll we, no, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'd have fine, a lot of know? thumbs up our asses at the end of the day yeah. if, if we did go down that route. That's that's a great point. Um, yeah, no, I, I and and again, if we were to do any kind of rating or ranking, um, you know, it would have to be at the end of. Uh, of 10 10 39 smoothed out slappy hours because we are we're we're going in in compilation order because that's kind of the way we discovered it and i think the way most people discover right. it so so we you know we are talking about the the final song on the record proper today the judge's daughter um but it's 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 really not the last song on the record for us no um, we have a lot in, in some ways, we have a lot left to go. It's kind of yeah. crazy, like just how much is on this, given uh, what the other two EPs that that are um, on the back half of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's it, it's it's kind of like it's almost like a double record, you know? Yeah. It's. I mean, putting out a double record for your debut is pretty ballsy even though they didn't do that but it would have been pretty ballsy if they just did that they just put out a double record yeah 
Yeah, no, I mean, it, uh, it, it would be. And obviously, thinking about the trilogy and what they will end up doing later on in their careers, it is funny to, like, think of it that way, even though, yes, like, it's very much not that. But if you're going to, like, twist it a bit and be like, yeah, you know, but a little bit, right? Yeah, it's it, kinda, is, it is. It is funny to think of it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's kind of like the OG trilogy. Um, and, you know, with with similar solos, especially in this song that we're going to talk about. Oh, um, yes. Like, you know, there there is uh, some some uh, some similarities there. Um Connor, now uh, I I I don't know how how much affection you've you've had for this song in in years past. Um, I uh, you know it's it's never really been one of my um, favorite picks or top picks on the record. I don't think um, just just because there's so many great songs on on the compilation, you know, and and again. Yeah. To us, it feels like, oh, this is literally smack dab in the middle of of the album, you know, ten thirty nine yes. smoothed out slappy hours. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I I've never really kind of given it the importance or the weight um, that I give most album closers, really, um, until recently, or I mean, even until just now, like uh, just because that's that's not how I how I viewed it um growing up so so connor i'm interested in in you know hearing kind of your 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 thoughts on that you know how it's kind of mm-hmm. like a kind of like the closer but not really a closer anymore um and and also you know what your general feelings are about the track in general okay so first off i'm i'm right there with you in how like historically I'd say my perception of the song, it has been like that I've overlooked it. Um, And yeah, again, it's like always a song that I've liked and considered to be solid. But like you said, not one that I've ever thought about as a closer. And like, you're absolutely right that that kind of changes the way that I've been thinking about the song as I've been, re-listening to it for this discussion um and it really does have an impact on how i feel about it um because as i've been listening to it now it feels like this song is like uh i don't like decimating it feels like the album ends with like a fucking hydrogen bomb going off like it's it's pretty nuts honestly um in contrast to what like it feels like the whole record is sort of like building to it and then like it seriously just explodes and um i really love it for that um but yeah in the past as as i've kind of said about like the record in general it feels like because i've always considered the compilation to be the album in its entirety at, like at a certain point it's like your eyes kind of glaze over you know and it's like things things get um kind of like all sloshed together and hazy you know and, and it feels like just track after track after track and i i haven't really given it yeah like the distinction on its own merits um until 
very recently. And now I freaking love this song, dude. So that's sort of it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a banger as they say, as the kids say, it is a banger. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, to, to pick up on what you were saying um, in regards to, you know, the album kind of building up to the track and, and it, it kind of uh, being like a bomb was, was set off, especially, especially after the previous song rest, which we've talked about um, Mm -hmm. how, how it, it is kind of a sly move to have this um, ballad that kind of stops you in your tracks and then, uh, you know, rip right into, you know, one of the fastest, um, most, you know, like, one of the straightest shots of, like, melodic pop punk on the entire record, which, you know, obviously is... uh, this record is chock is chock full of of melodic pop punk, um, and uh, you know th- th- this is Green Day for fuck's sake. Come on, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But I feel like that's the thing. Like when I was saying about how things kind of blend together, like sen- as we've been talking about the songs, I realize how distinct each song is from one another. Yes, but like before giving it that that thought of like really sitting down and considering each track on its own, like historically, especially when I was younger, everything just felt like almost like one giant song to me is kind of how I thought about it. It was hard for me to like chop it up. Yeah. And you feel like over the years, your, your chopping skills have, you've, you've gotten better at chopping the songs up. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, uh, not to, I I just want to like very briefly mention something. You brought up rest and it's, it's a really good point to bring up about, um, how in the track list, you know, it's kind of like a sleight of hand almost where it, it stops. And then, yeah, you know, you, you get the closer here. Um, something I realized I wanted to mention last time, but forgot to, And, uh, I just want to preface this quickly with, um, again, like we've been listening to Green Day for a very long time. And so there's like certain, um, maybe like misconceptions or mistakes that like I remember having, like that's part of what we talk about too, when we go over like misheard lyrics or whatever. But, um, something I want to say about that was, um... When uh, when Billy says, hey, can you hear me? When I was younger, I used to think he, that he said, 80, can you hear me? And I know <laughs> that the timelines don't match up there, but I wasn't sure where to throw that out. So I wanted to try and throw that out at the beginning of the discussion because as I've been like re-listening to the album, I was like, oh, that's right. That's kind of funny that I even thought that. That so, is, yeah, yeah, no, that that's very funny, but, but I can... I can hear it. I can picture it. Um, you know, I think that's that's uh, cute. I guess. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not. Um, you know, especially when you're a kid and, and you're kind of like learning all the the Green Day lore. You know, it's like 
you don't know when these characters came into place, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, characters in the GDU I'm talking about. Um, of course. But that that is funny because, uh, you know, obviously there is a song called 80 on the the next record, Kerplunk. Um and so that's kind of uh, that's kind of the beginning of of uh, a long tradition of of Billy Joe um, writing songs to to and about his wife. Um, and obviously, we're we're here before that that uh, takes hold. Um, but I I actually I I was searching some um, some people's thoughts and and you know topics about the judge's daughter in preparation for this podcast and i came across um it, it you know it, it was kind of a uh a Q&A with adrian actually from i think around like the trilogy era or just after the trilogy and um pretty much it was somebody asking how she feels about, you know, Billy still writing songs about like other girls or like Amanda or whatever. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, she, she was pretty much like, well, he, you know, he's an artist. He can, you know, he's to write what he, what, what he has to write, you know, he's to follow his, his inspiration and she wouldn't want him to censor himself. And it's, you know, what, you know, she was very, very cool about it. Um, but it it's it actually kind of relates a little bit to the song that we're talking about today because this i mean that's the perspective that this song is kind of being written from is is billy joe um in a relationship pining over a girl um and in turn you know pissing off his his current girlfriend um yes. which is kind of a scenario we don't get ever again because obviously that's a very uh it's a it, i mean it, it's a shitty th- it's a shitty thing it's a shitty yeah. thing to do um and i i immediately like like my first thought um listening to this song especially coming from arrest last episode where where you know it's you know musically it is progressive and lyrically you know it it's simple but it does feel like it's on another level it's like a deeper kind of um feeling uh and so we go from that which is kind of like oh that this 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 precursor to next level green day to to the judge's daughter which which i i really do feel like is probably the most immature song on the album you know, in a way, I'm really going to want to dig a little bit deeper into that because I definitely had some thoughts on Billy's perspective here and how he handles writing about it. Um, so I, so I'll, I'll get to that. Um, I'm glad that you had a way to stitch this in with uh with 80 because i did not want to like derail our discussion (laughs) here and i didn't want to jump the gun because i know we're going to be talking about her more and more as we go through uh you know the later green day records um 
But yeah, it, it is kind of funny to like think about that and then like this song in context, because you're right, like we, we don't get a perspective like this as often. But when you describe it the way you did, it kind of made me think like, well, a little bit on Stray Heart, right? So there's... Yeah, actually, you're right. That well, There's something there, I feel like. There, there is something there. That's a great point. Um, but Stray Heart really paints paints him as the villain entirely right. and uh this song he doesn't really take responsibility for anything in this song oh, yeah yeah i mean okay so i've sort of had this thought knocking around in my brain as i've been listening to this album too which was like given how old billy is when he's writing these songs and given that almost all the songs that we've been discussing are about him, like, longing and pining after girls and, like, you know, fucking up relationships or, you know, not not knowing how to even, like, be in a relationship, not knowing even how to talk to um, a girl. I was like, you know what? It would be so easy for these to feel like incel anthems. And yet, that thought hasn't crossed my mind at all, you know, it, because largely, I don't think Billy really writes it from the perspective of feeling entitled or like placing the blame on the other person. And so then we get this line in this song where he literally writes, you're the one to blame, right? And I, I was I was still thinking about it because I'm like, you know, my my reaction listening to the song is still that i don't i don't necessarily feel like it's poorly handled or distasteful because one it's not i don't like it is not that you get a pass given your age but i feel like there is a again like a, a kind of like honesty and transparency with like billy working through these feelings with his songwriting, you know, and, and also that I think even on this song here, the judge's daughter, a lot of it is, is framed through, um, the, one of the things that Billy loves to write about, which is like his own insanity, you know, and yes, he attributes that state of mind to this girl, but I, I still think a lot of the focus on this song is, is on you know that inner turmoil that that Billy's always writing about. Yeah, no, no, I I I think you're right, and um, that's I I I agree with you. You know, these songs are not really um from the perspective of of a you know a shitty teenage boy who feels entitled to um you know. A relationship with whomever they they want or are pining over which which is a you know is a category of song <laughs> like uh yeah and some of green day's contemporaries um have not done as well in that regard with their early material like i mean weezer you know yeah like, that's like what i was thinking of at least yeah. yeah that's i mean obviously that's a great album but like there's a lot of you know if if you really analyze the lyrics it's it's really not great um and same goes for for blink you know uh and plenty of other bands but um 
but yeah, the, like this song is, I, I don't really, um, I'm not going to hold it against Billy, uh, <laughs> because like, first off, I, I do think it is, it's pretty tongue in cheek. Um, yeah. and you know, he, he, I, I do think the most important line here to understand where he's coming from is I cannot call this sane. Like, you know, right. Uh, he, he is admitting that this is not like normal, healthy behavior, you know? Um, and he acknowledges like, you know, his, his, uh, his actions have, have caused him to, to be pathetically left alone, you know? And, and I don't yes. think he's, necessarily um upset with his girlfriend in this scenario for for doing what she did for leaving him like he understands that i think so i think there's like i think there's an understanding of like uh this shitty behavior and it's like although you know there there aren't excuses to be made for for uh, a 16 year old boy to be treating people like this or acting like this it's like part of the experience and i think it's okay that uh yeah that there is an honest song written about it because it's it's um i don't know it's it's just it's it's just part of the experience unfortunately yeah i i think part of what's kind of interesting about it too is the very start of the song where he writes princess in a school's a schoolgirl's dream may i please speak to you and it's like Okay, well, so, yeah, it does feel like it kind of kicks off with, you know, a a line that I I think has, like, very clear, like, fetishization sort of connotations there. It's a horny line. Yes, yes. And, I mean, it's a a horny song, which I'm also going to, we're going to talk more about, you know, but, like, um... But I, but like, kind of going off of what you were saying, I feel like Billy starts the song off kind of imagining that he's talking to this person, because like, as you kind of see as the song goes on and on, he hasn't really talked to them at all, you know. Which is like also the the very like common thing that that Billy writes about on here is like, you know, he has all these like feelings broiling inside of him, you know. And he's just horrible at expressing them. He has no fucking clue how to do it. And um, and so it, it kind of feels like he's working through these feelings. And yeah, I think feelings that he acknowledges to be negative and hurtful by making this song. It feels like he's like trying to like exercise this this fucking, you know, these thoughts that are plaguing him by making the song instead of like fucking up anymore in real life. And he's like, well, you know, maybe I can like channel this into you know, some 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 art that'll either like do some good or or make me feel better or whatever it is. And again, yeah, it's not like it's um it's not like it's like okay well then billy's actions are fine or like whatever it is right like that's clearly not a pass but i just think it's another interesting thing to consider because like not to be dramatic about it but like we see really often today what can happen when like men of any age have these feelings of entitlement 
and then channel that into some like something dark and sinister, you know, something that's like unforgivable, right? And I'm not trying to equate those two things like here because like that's exactly right. <laughs> like making Pinkerton, right. And like that's like that's my point. It's like they're not the same. Like I, I think it's it's almost this idea that like you said, it's like that as you are growing up, like it's not weird to be in a relationship and feel jealous or feel like you're attracted to someone else. That's normal. What's not normal is the way that some people act on that, right? And and here, like, Billy is saying that he is at fault. I do think there is, like, it, maybe it is a little murky where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, I'm, like, blaming my actions a bit on this girl. But, I yeah, I think he really recognizes that, it, like, ultimately, he's the one who's fucked up. And I think he's, like, as he is on, like, all these songs, trying to work through these feelings through his art. Yeah. And as a 16-year-old kid writing this song, I just feel like he does pretty well. Like that's kind of how I reflected on this track and felt like yeah, it, it's not that there aren't aspects of this song that you could say are problematic. I it's more that I I don't think that inhibits it from being a good song. And, like, more than that, I think it kind of demonstrates the way that, like, emotions like that can be channeled into something, you know, healthy instead of expressing it in a way that would lead to hurting others in, in any way. Yeah, no, I, I, I think uh, that that's spot on. I mean, you know, and this is all assuming that, this is a totally true story, you know? Yeah, it could have never even fucking happened. Yeah. I mean, I, I I, do think that there probably is some truth to it, and maybe somewhere Billy has, has said that. Um, but, uh, but, but no, I think it's a perfectly um, healthy way of, uh, yeah, kind of um, working through tough feelings as a... As, uh, uh, younger person um and i mean all the yeah like although it's not perfect and you know i mean it would be crazy if it was like it would be crazy if um billy got it totally right at 16 years old in you know writing a song about about uh you know a girl he can't have uh right in 1989 exactly yeah like that that would be crazy especially when um you know like i i said many of his contemporaries got it a lot more wrong when they were even older than than he he is writing this song so so yeah no i think all things considered i you know it's it's you can't fault him for it but it is still funny to me and it you know it's not even jarring unless you're digging into the songs um as in depth as we have been uh but in doing so it it does feel like a little bit jarring with um it, you know especially coming after arrest um yeah. where it's like man yeah this is a this is a kid writing this song again you know it's like yes it's it's kind of funny seeing flashes of flashes of maturity and flashes of uh you know a a 
a deeper perspective and then kind of getting jumping back into to high school dramatics uh, but that's that's one of the things right. that, that that's one of the great things about this record is that uh is is kind of um i don't know having all that smushed together and that's kind of why it was so relatable as 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 a younger person listening to these these songs because you do get to have like the more philosophical songs like rest or um or something like going to pass aqua where you're like you know you do kind of feel like more mature or you know you, you it captures these bigger feelings as well as some of these more base uh you know uglier feelings that that teenagers yeah. have <clears throat> yeah yeah i mean like you're saying i think it's very very true to growing up it really does feel like this record still um encapsulates a lot of the feelings and memories of that time which you know as we've said has kind of made it funny to listen to because i don't generally think of being 16 that you know there's a very different uh time you know a completely different life ago right it's like yeah i don't I consider myself to be essentially like a totally different person in, in a lot of ways. And so it is funny and, and novel in a way to listen to this record and, and to parse through these songs and lyrics the way we have been, because yeah, I mean, even, even on the ways where it's like, yeah, you know, maybe Billy doesn't get it totally right. Or, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, there, there's some parts of this that's like kind of shitty. It's like, well, but that was what it was like, you know, like yeah. it, it is yeah. very true to that experience. It doesn't mean that like everyone has gone through the same things or, you know, but like, but those, those feelings and especially the way you described it of like, um, almost like ping ponging back and forth between, you know, these, these two ends of like, uh, um, understanding or, or expressing yourself. It's like, there, there is so much to figure out, so much more to figure out that you don't even realize, you know, that it's like everyone's doing their best and fucking up. So, um, yeah, it, it does feel like in a way there's, there is like kind of that aspect to appreciate about this song as well. Yeah, yeah. no, I think, I think you're right. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a banger. So that helps you know um, yeah let's talk about the music a bit let's right? talk about the fucking music um connor do you want to start what 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 stands out to you most about about this track what 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 wowed you uh i'm thinking the freaking guitar wow yeah, yeah. i think so too i think i think that is clearly the the standout it's it's pretty terrific it is it really, it really is. I mean, like, I am tempted to just jump straight to the, the solo discussion here, but, I mean, the the riffs uh, throughout the song are are really great. It just feels like um, there's there's some really awesome, like, start and stop kind of energy to it that um, that when the song, like, finally does, you know, reach that, that uh, high point, um, 
you get that whole like tension release sort of yeah dynamic sure. to it that, yeah. that works so well yeah no i um especially you know, i think the part you're referring to really is is probably the bridge you know yeah um, the yeah i yeah. think i'm gonna pop yeah exactly um yeah no that's that's great and and i i've always loved that part um and and it does kind of feel like uh some of uh, the Kiffmeister's fills during that section, the bump, the bump, like that. That's kind of like a proto Trey move there. Yeah, like that's kind of Trey before Trey. Um, and and I love it. It's 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 perfect. It's 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 so Green Day. Um, yeah, they 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 really nailed it for this song. Yes. Yeah. No. The uh, you're you're totally right. That like drum fill or that lead up especially just before the solo um, is great. And then I know we've, we kind of have mentioned more than a few times now, uh, Kiff Meyer's use of the tambourines. Yeah. But I felt like this is one of the smartest uses of it on the whole album so far, because he just does the little shakes in between the, can we find a way, you know, but you could stay. And uh, it kind of, it, it, it makes it so there's like, not just nothing in between that. Like you're kind of left hanging before everything kicks back in. Um, so I like that, because I think a lot of times he just kind of throws the tambourine there because he's like, let's, you know, he's like, let's fill it out a bit more, yeah, right? let's spice but, it up with a little, with a little tambo. But yeah, but no, here, no, I, here it's a bit more like, you know, it's a little sharper, I think. I like agreed, it. Agreed, yeah. No, I, I like it too. And, and I also, you know, like I said, the, the that drum fill is proto tray. I I do feel like that tambourine usage is similar as well, but not not in the not not with tambourines. But Trey uses the hi hat like that sometimes, like in Basket Case, where it's or in like yeah yeah Miss yeah you or something. Um, Good point. So yeah, that that's a great move, and uh, it's, it's it's used really well here. Um, uh, you know, once again, uh, very subdued or or um, scaled back performance from Mike. Um, there's mm-hmm. there's a couple of cool bass bass moves here and there, and 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 some some you know harmony, but uh, but yeah, he he plays for the song here, and it's I mean, I, I, it's it it all works. You know, I I I, I can't yeah. fault fault him for any of that. Yep. Yeah, I felt pretty much the same way it's like you can hear mike's playing throughout um you know it's it's not that it's like buried necessarily but yeah it feels like very much in line with um the the rhythm of the song so there's not necessarily like the standout moments or the flourishes that he that he sometimes does and like you're saying too, that's that's not a criticism. It's not it's not like oh man, really wish Mike let loose. It's like I don't know how you would, uh, you know, really try to make the bass stand out against like the guitar um, on this song. So I think it's it's a really smart move to not make it feel like there's so much going on. You know that that you get lost. Like it feels like everything's heading in the same direction you know they're everyone's like sprinting towards um that climax yeah so it it uh it all works yeah it all yeah. works yeah no i i uh i i think you're right even the, the like the chord progression or the the uh, guitar part is um 
very i mean just now 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 like it's just very green day like it's you know instantly green day um and yeah like the only the and we talked about the lyrics already um there's like they are funny the lyrics are they're they're very funny silly lyrics like i think billy joe does a good job like how can you not be be chuffed at uh today i kept on falling down i thought it was the street i looked down at my shoes they were on the wrong feet yes that's a knee slapper yeah yeah no it's it is great and and yeah like that levity to it kind of shows um you know it's just another like small silly example i think of you know billy billy being like yeah like i'm an idiot you know yeah yeah like i'm the one who's fucking dumb i can't even put my own fucking shoes on right um so yeah it's it's it is it is silly in that regard yeah yeah you know what's stupid like not to jump ahead but since you mentioned the line Uh one of my misheard lyrics is uh I always thought I always thought he said I looked down at my shoes they were under my feet and I was always like yeah where the fuck else would they be Nimrod but I'm the Nimrod you You're know You're the Nimrod now um yeah I mean well I guess it, it could be like like I don't know he was walking on his shoe like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense I don't know cuz I mean I don't know like the, the the shoes, not all of the shoes are under your feet. Only, the yeah. Part, you know the the soles. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I could I could kind of see like your brain explaining that away as you know is like oh okay whatever. But but yeah, no, yeah. This, this does make more sense I think. Um. But <laughs> I I I really think the the uh, I kept on falling down. I thought it was the street like lyric i find that so funny like you're just like walking along and then you're like oh, fuck this fucking street always makes me fall down oh fuck this fucking street. i can't believe it <laughs> like you're just like so mad at the street because it just right you keep on falling down um every every like you take like three steps or whatever fall down again like oh <laughs> fucking this fucking I, sidewalk I hate this fucking street <laughs> um it's just a really funny idea um yeah and i mean I do think the silliness of it also goes to to alleviate some of those concerns about like it's just it's not a serious song it's a funny song it's it's yes. you know it's um kind of wacky but um as we said before like the the clear highlight is the guitar solo and um what you know it's kind of kind of cool because it it is it's 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 really a moment and you know you you mentioned that it, it, it does kind of feel like this this song explodes and that you know being the record closer um kind of feels like things culminate in this 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 kind of crazy rip rip roaring solo kind of everything billy joe has has been doing and and uh you know he's like showing off his bag of tricks like it all kind of comes together in this this pretty sick ass solo yeah um definitely and like listening as i've been like listening more and more to this song i'm like wow it's so obvious that not only is this solo great i'm like this is the best solo 
on the record. Like, they really save the best for last, which is, like, why I think it feels so good yeah. to have this song be the closer. You're like, holy shit, like, you could have been doing this the whole time? Like, this is fucking yeah. nuts. I know, yeah. Yeah, It. It. I mean, it's definitely mind-blowing the first time you hear it. You're like, oh, my God, Billy can do this? Like, yeah. Even though we've, you know, we do hear him solo throughout the record, it's it it just feels like a different level. And um, I, I I've seen people online, like even you know, looking through comments and stuff, people are like, "Wow, I thought this was like somebody else. Like they got somebody else into the studio to to play this solo." And then I saw a video of Billy Joe doing it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, uh, it's, it's funny because yeah. they, you know, Green Day has a reputation. There, there's like this popular idea. It's like, oh yeah, you know, if you're first picking up guitar, man, like, just go back and listen to the early Green Day songs. They're all power chords, and it's like, good luck. You know, if you're yeah. really gonna play the whole thing, like, good luck. Yeah, it's like, don't go back too to too early Green. You know, it's like that. That's, yeah. If you go back too far, then you kind of screw yourself over a little bit. Um, yeah, no, you're 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 right. It's it's uh and and it's something that does go away. Like you know, Billy kind of hides away from soloing like this for a long time. Um and then I mean, I I am always kind of uh struck by how similar this solo and the solo to Dirty Rotten Bastards is. They're, yeah, like they're they they are kindred <laughs> solos. Um, I mean, it, it just like technique wise and like rhythm wise, it's uh, they're they're definitely cut from the same cloth. And I think it's it just it's really funny how how it's like from two ends of of their catalog. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, you uh, you're right, and it is it is funny to think about that. Uh, that trilogy connection um and and yeah just like how for how long billy really does um i don't know avoid sounds weird but like you know he just doesn't choose to put these solos into the songs right like they 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 have a more defined uh sound that becomes like sharper and sharper but you know it's like some some edges got to be like kind of shaved off or pared down and it is it is cool to think about like the more modern Green Day sound really just like circling back to this album a little bit and and being like yeah you know we could really it's like think about what we could do now you know it's, yeah it, there is kind of like a cool like full circle effect absolutely and uh, yeah I mean um, I, I I think it was a very savvy move on Billy's part to you know pare down the solos to i mean to almost being non-existent um or at least uh, you know to to this extent like it's just it's un unseen until until the 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 mid 2000s or the end or or the end of the noughties um yeah and uh because i mean that's just the way that that guitar music was going um so i so i thought i i think it's very much uh billy being finger on the pulse of 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 what's happening like once once nirvana broke out i think that was really the end of the guitar solo um yeah and i mean i you know i i i I think green day and billy have have uh, you know a good amount of affection for 
for Nirvana, so I don't think it was a, a ploy to get on the radio or anything, but um, it it certainly certainly helped. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, you know, I think maybe just one more thing about the solo, but yeah. Um, so we were talking about like the song is like horny, right? Like yeah. it is kind, you know. It is. It is another similarity and, to the trilogy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, they really uh, unleash that later. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> God. I'm not looking forward to talking about That'll that. That'll be but fun. That'll be a lot. We'll of fun. get there. We'll get there. Um, but uh, you know, I don't. I don't even think this is a thought that I've had uh, just from like re-listening. I feel like I've always thought this, but the whole I think I'm gonna pop, and then it goes into the solo. I'm like. I feel like I know I don't know if this is gonna sound crazy, man, but I feel like this solo is like an orgasm metaphor. Wow. wow. I'm not I'm not kidding. Oh I'm not kidding. Oh man. So I don't know, man, wow. but it's like just before the solo, right? Yeah, you know, and I'm yeah, just like, I don't I know. know. So I, I just, I feel like that is, a, that's like the energy that yeah. Billy is channeling here. I've thought that for a long time. Wow. Finally getting it off your chest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting it out of me, I you guess. You know, it, it, you, you just might be right. You just might be right. I, I cannot say, I mean... I don't know if there was ever a time where I had the same thought. I mean, it's it's possible I did, but oh man, yeah. It, I, I don't, maybe like, I've read too much Dune. I don't know. Yeah, I but. mean, yeah, it could be the Dune effect. Um, but yeah, I know I see it. I mean, how could you not see it? The guitar, the the solo is just you know, it's Billy coming all over your face. You know, it's like really, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's obvious now. Um, you know what? It, it, I I know you're not going to be familiar, but it, to to make like more of a connection that I don't know. I'm not going to say sounds less weird, but um, it feels like it has fully coolly energy to me, which I don't think you're familiar. But it's um, it's this anime that either came out in the late '90s or the early 2000s, and more much more popular now but they played it on adult swim which is how i know it a long time ago a while back i'm not trying to say it's like a hidden gem everyone fucking knows about it but i'm, I'm just telling you this is your fill-in because i know yeah. you're not really in that uh that sphere of knowledge so and um that song is basically about puberty and rock and roll or did i say that song i meant to say that anime that anime is about puberty and rock and roll okay um, and I just feel like that, like this, this song, like talk about like sharing DNA. I, I, you know, I don't know if oh, I'm, sharing if I'm DNA really, <laughs> I don't know if I'm reaching here, but like, that's, I think where this connection is in my mind. Like that's, that's the, like, uh, the, that was like the crystallization for me where I'm like, yeah, yeah it feels like it, it's like, it has that energy to it 
Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, you know, I'm, I'm not privy to uh, Fully Cooly, but, um, you know, I, I know you, you were into those horny teen animes. Um, I wouldn't go that far. You know, I mean, it's like Fully Cooly is like art, man. Yeah, it's art. I know. It's like art. You it's know? Art. Come on, come on. I'm not it's, you know, it's, this not is, this, it's not just like some weird anime shit. Uh, I'm like, not saying it's not art. You know, it's... okay. Horny animes can be art, very artful. Um, especially the 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 beach episodes. Um, it's not like that. No, no, I know. It's not. It's not like that. What what I've always thought, because it 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 proceeds right after. Uh, I can I call this sane? Is kind of like your head's popping because you're so conflicted, you know. Yeah. But so so that's kind of like what I thought. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like there's who can say, you know? Who can say? Only I mean, and Billy was very young, and you know, probably had a lot of you know hormones going on, a lot of hormones raging. Um, so I, I totally understand, and and you know I would not blame him if that was the intention. Um, it's a totally natural thing, totally normal thing to feel and to write about, you know. Uh, and and honestly, it's impressive that this is, to my recollection, really the one of the only horny moments on the record, full of teenage. Yeah love or you know teenage pining and and longing that's that's impressive uh, yeah i agree i agree that that's kind of going back to like when i was saying i it feels like it'd be so easy for the songs to to feel that way like for for billy to write about it from that like more sexual yeah. perspective uh but yeah he he really um mostly frames it through you know his his own confusion and um i i yeah i think that has made the album age much more gracefully than oh yeah you know, perhaps it otherwise could have 100 percent agreed um so you know let, let's put it out there to the listeners what do you all think i i think i'm gonna pop means what what's your interpretation of that line we're gonna, um, we're gonna have to make a twitter poll we will have to make a twitter we're, poll. we're gonna yes. have to make a poll yeah yeah um I, i'd be interested in hearing your responses um connor any other thoughts on the song as a whole before we uh move on <clears throat> um just two yeah i think quick ones one is so as i was looking through the lyrics billy repeats this line can we find a way so that you can stay right um don't worry about that i think i'm gonna pop thing i'm not talking about that but so but just <laughs> can, can we find a way so that you could stay made me think about um again like as this being the last song this album is sort of bookended with at the library and um and the judge's daughter with this this feeling that um this person that you're longing for is just out of reach and they have no idea and they just leave right yeah. like this this song is also kind of all about um billy being like so wrapped up in these feelings and being so like preoccupied with this person and yet and yet that person 
who is like the target of his, um, you know, his, uh, his pining is completely oblivious and they just leave. And I thought it was funny that both at the library and judge's daughter sort of like have that, that through line. It almost made me wonder if I was like, what if it's the same person? Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it could be, uh, it sure could be. I, I also, that, that line makes me think of like, you know, what, what was he imagining? Like a poly situation or like a thruple? Can we find a way so that you can stay? Oh, I see. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. You know, he's he's not like, oh, I'm gonna dump my girlfriend for you, but it's like, I just want you to stay. Like, can we all, can we all just get along, baby? You know? <laughs> that's kind of like, right. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. He's thinking, but again, who knows? Uh, I don't even know if he remembers that. Um, right. Uh, and then. Uh, the unless you were going to jump in with no, something no, no. there, sorry. No, go ahead. no. So, and then my my last thing I wanted to mention before our segments, uh, we were kind of talking about these trilogy connections or whatever. Um, but you know, there's there's something that I never ever ever noticed, no matter how many times I've listened to this song, until focusing in on it for our podcast discussion here. The end of the song where it's a na 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 na, you know. Um, which again is that that's the riff that's playing in that bridge. And then that becomes the outro. The very, very last one that they play is made to be louder than all the other ones. And it feels like they just crank the volume up on it. And I was thinking like, Hey, that is exactly what they were catching flack for on Revrad. Yes. And, um, it's not again. It's not to say that those two things are like comparable because again, like Green Day didn't produce this album one and two. It's used way, way, way differently, and it's not like splitting your ears or whatever. Although I like Rev Rad and I think they're the guitars are fucking rocking. Um, but I just, I, I just one. I had never noticed it, and so it's cool because it feels like they wanted to choose something to give the very end of the record like more emphasis. So it really feels like you know it ends on that like sudden last burst of energy and then it's done. Um, and then also I was like, yeah, you know, that's, um, that's just a cool production technique that is going to become a point of contention among some green day fans much further down the line. But, uh, yeah. it was funny that I noticed it here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, um, that's, that's a good shout. It, it, I mean, you know, I think it, it, it's effective here for sure, especially being the, uh, being really what, what became, what, what becomes the grand finale of, of the record. Indeed. Um, All right, man. yeah, my, my final thought, um, was this also has a religious reference. Yeah. We got two in a row, two songs in a row where, where you know, Billy is feeling, uh, y- you know, he, he, he feels the urge to pray to, uh, to beings in the sky. Yeah. That is kind of another good segue because that was another one where, I can't say I really knew that line. Um, I always, I, I, I never 
got all the words there. It always sounded like he said something like insomnia at the end instead of insomnia. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. I never there there was like just uh, something happening in that line that that I never caught. But knowing it now, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting because it, it's also an idea that Billy's going to explore more on Kerplunk uh, with you. With what I think is my favorite song off that record, one of my lies. Yes, I was gonna point that out as well. It, it's it uh, definitely reminds me of of one of my lies. Yeah, um, kind, yeah, kind of a little bit of a through line there, um, which is which is fun. Um, yeah, yeah, I uh, I just thought that was a fun little thing uh, to point out because. You know, obviously it's not the same. You know, I think Billy's feelings about religion really uh, change through the years, but it's it's fun to kind of point out that evolution in in small ways throughout the discography. Um, yeah. Yes. Now, Connor, you know, you mentioned a couple of uh, lines you you had not been aware of or or had misheard. Um, were there any other words you should have known? <laughs> nice just one small one was uh i always thought he said i can be called insane not i cannot oh, okay. call this same okay so just another little tweak there where it's like pretty much the same thing but i yeah. just didn't know it you so. know i mean he he uh that that line would have worked too yeah you know because because i mean he I'm I'm sure he could be called insane. He'd be like, "Yeah, dude, you're right. I am. Yes, I am kind yeah, of no, insane right now." It's the same. It's the same thing, just said the the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. I I don't think that there's any lines on this song that I really had any any issue with. Um. I felt I I I do actually feel like this may be one of the uh, the songs where Billy Joe's enunciation is the most. Uh, clear maybe um for me personally um Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean not not as fun trying to interpret but uh but pretty straightforward for me um all right so that kind of that that moves us along to our uh our 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 peanut gallery yeah. As as they say, uh, it's time to to hear from the anti-social media. There we go. Um so Point. now so so you when you search judge's daughter reddit, um one of the first things that comes one of the first things that come up is is uh this this headline from 9 months ago and this kind of relates to a topic that we were discussing on a on a previous episode. Um but it's the headline. It reads, Donald Trump Jr. posts photo of hush money, judges, hush money judges daughter as his father was warned to stop threats. It doesn't really what? make much sense. Posts photo of hush money judges daughter. Yeah. So, the, I don't know. you know, I, I, I just kind of, it, it gives but, me pause. But, but that's what was coming up, right? That's what was coming it up. It gives me pause because yeah. it's like, well, was he listening to that song? Was he inspired by by you know Green Day and it's just kind maybe. of a maybe he he heard the MAGA call out and he's like, you know, I should give these uh, Green Day fellas another listen. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I think what they're trying to say is is uh, hush money that the judge that a judge's daughter gave them or something. I don't know, but the the headline is not clear. But I thought it was funny that that's like the first thing that comes up. Um, and then to get to the actual song, you have to search Green Day Judge's Daughter. Um, believe, oh, yeah. Believe it or not. Believe <laughs> it or not. You really optimized your uh, research skills there for that one. Yeah, no, I figured it out. I figured it out. Um, I adapt. I evolve. Um, so this one was posted today on the Reddit. And, and I it this th- that that headline was, was a little bit incomprehensible to me. This, this thing, this post is actually quite incomprehensible to me um i i wonder if you can interpret this for me um i'm I'm not totally sure um so the 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 title of the post is the judge's daughter it's on the green day subreddit um Mm -hmm. and it's like a it's like a split image on one side is a picture of taylor swift with I, i think it's an outfit that she wore very recently on a night out um all green and um brown boots then on the other side it's it's the, the um 1039 smoothed out slappy hours album cover uh that that has been it, it looks like colorized in a weird off-putting way and uh you know so i'm i'm just trying to i'm trying to figure out what the relation is 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 taylor swift uh like is is one of her parents a judge i think all this post is trying to convey is like this person is probably a Green Day fan and a Taylor Swift fan. And they're like, hey, Taylor's outfit here kind of looks like the girl from 39 Smooth if you colorize it this way. Mm. And then they're like, what would be like a clever caption for it? Yeah. You know? And they were just like the judge's daughter. Huh. I think that's it. I don't think uh, there's a lot going on there unless there's something I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. Because I don't really think she looks that much like the the girl on the album cover. But, mm. but uh, there's 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 no like comments or any further explanation that pe- people are just like, okay, like that's a that's a post you made and we're moving on. Um, you know, nothing going on there. I I didn't really even check. I wanted to bring it to you before I even looked into the whole yeah. thing. You know, I kind of yeah. wanted to yeah, see. That's that's the kind of research you like to do. <laughs> I right? didn't we... want to see what you thought. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I, th- I thought it was a funny coincidence that that post was made the day we were covering the judge's daughter. Um, yeah. It, but you know, it, it could be some Swifties. Swifties now that Taylor is a. Uh, is is old news maybe maybe swifties are moving to, to you know they're becoming green day fans maybe i wouldn't describe uh taylor as old news I'm not oh, sure where you're getting that from. I mean, she's on just, the, she, she just had like that huge movie release the whole like eras tour movie release that was like broke like all these fucking records it was like humongous yeah but what was bigger than that what you know wasn't the the green day maga controversy a bit bigger than that though all the Swifties uh, are like, I'm going to yeah, throw away they're, my they're, territories. They're jumping ship. Yeah. They're jumping ship. I mean, I I, I actually, I, actually I, I don't want to talk like that because I know that that's a very powerful fan base and um, they could ruin us. So I take all that back. I don't think she's that's on true. there. Yeah, we'll... 
I, I, we'll, I think uh, she is in the in, in the prime of her life. <laughs> and, um, I think she only gets more powerful and more beautiful as she ages. So we we will gladly fight all the non-existent Green Day podcasts. That you know, like just uh, proudly yeah. proclaim ourselves to be the best Green Day podcast in a fight with no other opponents, but. Swifties, but, but let's let let's not uh you know shake the bees nest. Yeah, no yeah. fucking way. We're not we're not even. I'm not gonna touch that. I'm not even gonna fucking touch that. Um, but actually, no. I just I pulled up the post and uh, there's there there's no comments. Actually, people people just saw it and moved on. Um, so it's a mystery. Right. It's a mystery. All if right. if, but, uh, if any fans li- if any fans listening are are like taylor swift fans and green day fans and know what the meaning of this post is please please let us know because i i am i'm dying to know i'm dying to know um next up we have uh it's a tweet actually from uh from some guy named billy joe armstrong um Mm -hmm. back in 2011 he says judge's daughter is about a judge's daughter in quotes back in high school had a crush on her and i thought her dad would throw me in prison so there we go he he confirms it is a real story um Mm -hmm. i'm just actually seeing this in real time because i I did question that before um this is on the genius page i thought uh that was fun pretty pretty straightforward uh pretty straightforward retelling of 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 a funny um anecdote in uh, Billy's youth, and actually, does I he, uh, does he go on to say anything about what he means when he says, "I think I'm going to pop"? No, but but he does. He he attaches a gif that that has the um, not a gif, an emoji. It's it's the uh, like the grapefruit emoji, and then a bunch of like the and then like the water. Oh. So it's like grapefruit, then the the splashing water kind of emoji, which which we know what really? that means. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's on there. That's on there. You can check it. I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of you know score one for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean if if not, not to be too blunt about it, but I'm you know I'm just saying you know if you want to believe that without looking, then uh, it is it is a <laughs> um, okay. So actually, uh, we were gonna take a take a jump over to YouTube, and Tiger Hawk Recordings four two eight six says best guitar solo best guitar solo in punk ever. I don't know. That's 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 a pretty bold claim. Yeah, very bold. Um, it's so bold that. I wouldn't feel comfortable saying one way or the other, but cool that he thinks that. Yeah, I mean, and and it's kind of a, it's almost like a, a non-claim because a lot of punk is is skittish when it comes to guitar solos, especially in that era. So it's kind of like, well, maybe it is, but I mean, that's not really a, a claim that anybody in that scene was like vying for i guess right um that's kind of funny true um let's see dipe trod dipe trod 4766 says is it just me or did billy's early voice sound a lot like pierre from simple plan (laughs) 
Never heard that before. What? Is that Never. is that the simple plan guy's name really Pierre? His name is Pierre, yes. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. It's shocking. I think he I think he is French Canadian. Wow. I mean, and you know, these days Billy is himself a Canadian, so he he's Canadian in law. Yeah. It's kind of funny. There is a connection. I mean, maybe maybe now he is related by marriage to Pierre from Simple Plan. Could be. You know, there's there's no way to know, but but until we do know, why not? We'll just go with it. I think Could that's be. a fair. I mean, how many how many punk rockers are there in in French Canada in in Quebec Quebecois You know probably more than we realize but still Yeah Pierre really But I I I I do want to get your take on it do you think that Billy Joe's early voice sounds like Simple Plan you know the day of the song no, I'm just no, a kid No 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 What other no. songs do they have I'm just a kid um oh my god um i don't i really should know but i feel like it's like i have no idea if i'm thinking of simple plan or good charlotte or um i really i really should know more oh what about um that fucking song about uh what is it jesus christ I don't know. I guess instead of just sitting here going, uh, I could do what you do and just type in um, simple plan songs. Let's see. Wow, still doesn't really help that much. <laughs> oh, Welcome to My Life. Oh, okay. Welcome well, to My wait. Life, I remember. Is that the same song, though? The I'm Just a Kid song? Or no, no. no it's, that's a different song. It's, uh, it, yeah, it is different. Welcome to My Life. Oh, they did the What's New Scooby-Doo song. I do remember that, yeah. I totally should have remembered that. Um, I, we just never really yeah. gave them the time of day. No. Because they sucked. Yeah, I we, mean, I, they, I, um, I really felt good. I, no, I felt like they were, I mean, I hate to say it, I felt like they were kind of posers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they always... You know, felt very transparently like a band that was uh, riding the wave for sure. But they just—I mean, like on, on the one hand, it's like it's fine, it's whatever. I'm not gonna fault anyone for digging Simple Plan. I, you no, know, I always no, kind of no, say no, it's no, like no. here we are with our Green Day podcast, but um, it, it but in my eyes, it's night and day. And uh, I do yeah. think Simple Plan are pretty bad. That's so. that's how I thought of it at the time. That's how I pretty much still feel, but. Um, Simple Plan is still around today and they're still like keeping on. So I, I, I do give them props. They didn't, you know, they, 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 they stuck it through. Um, and now, now they're in a great era to capitalize on all that nostalgia. So props to them, props to them. Um, next we have. Uh, Nicole Combs 5163 uh, she says 39 Smooth more like the album where Billy Joe fell in love with every girl he looked at 
They ain't wrong. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a spot on um, observation there, Nicole. Um, Greasy Music 8938 responds totally, and apparently he was always in the friend zone. Yeah. Except, I mean, like you said, on this song, we know he has a girlfriend. It's just not the person he wants. Yeah, he he was in the wrong friend zone. Um, yeah. But I, I, I just think that's just funny because because the way they they uh they typed it was friend zone then they did like the little um smiley face typeset you know where it's like the uh um xd or whatever yeah wow that's uh i mean that has some throwback energy when was that comment made eight years ago yeah that's yeah there you go very much of its time uh, next up, we have Rye Guy, Rye Guy forty five fifty four. He he says, for a second I thought I said, I think I'm gonna poop. <laughs> but that was hilarious. I can't believe he actually thought. Yeah, that that uh, that, that that really that really got a chuckle out of me. That's I know. Funny. It's I mean, it kind of makes me think is like is is it did he really think that or did he just he just think it was funny to to say mm. that is like oh mm. this YouTube comment's gonna get a lot of likes. Yeah, this this is gonna kill. This yeah, is gonna kill in exactly. the YouTube uh, Green Day comment section. All my YouTube friends are gonna fucking love this shit. And he was right. He he got a uh, he got eight. Eight upvotes, so. Oh, is that what? Uh, well, passes for for killing it now. Yeah, yeah, especially from twelve years ago. Oh, and then there was also there was also an XD after that comment too. So that's uh makes it even better. Um, and there were slim pickings today. So this is the final comment. Uh, but I I did save the um. The most renowned commenter for last. This is from Walter White, 7325. Uh, Walter White says, I'm here to wash out father of all from my mouth. That guitar solo is nothing short of holy. Well, I mean, I'm just surprised that Walter White took the time out of, like, dealing meth and all that. Because, you know, he's... I remember watching that show and he's generally like pretty stressed out, you know, but he, yeah, he is. Turns out he, he had a little bit of time to shoot off this green day comment. So, I mean, you know, it just makes me think like maybe Jesse was playing father of all in the lab, you know, they were, they were yeah. picking up their, their famous blue, um, crystal. And, uh, Walt was like, Jesse, Jesse, Turn this shit off. <laughs> I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you some real punk. This is what Green Day was, yeah. and then he plays the judge's daughter, and uh, yeah, Jesse was like, Jesse was like, fuck yeah, bitch. When, yeah. They, when they got yep. to the solo, he was he like punched the air. He was like, fuck yeah, bitch. Yep. I think yep. that's like the exact scenario that happened. That's that's great. What um, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you <laughs> I think know. you're right. Th- thank you. Um, and Bo- Bob Robert, 9045, replies and just says, Walter. That's it. That's, That's it, it, huh? <laughs> okay, says, okay. He, he just says, Walter. <laughs> That's... That's cool. It's just like Walter. Why would you say such a thing? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that was that, that was the best one we found. Um, Connor, out of all of these, I know it's 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 a really hefty selection today. Um, who do you think wins the day? Who's the best commenter? You know, I I gotta say I'm kind of, I'm between. I think I'm gonna poop, and then the commenter who said thirty nine smooth. More like the album where Billy Joe falls in love with every girl he sees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, if you, if you have, if if at all one of those was also one that stood out to you, I, I think I need you to break this tie here. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I'm gonna pop the tiebreaker. Hmm. Um. The tie. So let's see. I gotta give it to Rye Guy. I think I'm gonna poop. That's a classic. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> He got eight upvotes for it. I think that's yeah. Wow. I, think that's I mean, it, it, it was impressive for the time. You know. Yeah, was, for the time, it, it was very impressive. I mean, people didn't know how many times you could upvote something back then. Connor, have you ever gotten eight upvotes on for a YouTube comment you left? I have never commented on a YouTube video. Okay, you're not answering my question. No, the yeah, answer is exactly. no. <laughs> You've never gotten eight upvotes for a YouTube comment. I haven't either. Um, so I, I, I do think that's quite impressive. Um, and now, you know, after this, I, I want to say there is like a 5% chance we've, we've ever heard this song live. I don't believe we have, but I, I know they, they have pulled it out every now and again, um, within the last decade. Yeah. You know, unfortunately I cannot help you out there or clarify it anymore but my thought is i have not heard this song i was yep. gonna say i don't think so i i don't think so either i you know they they seem to to pull it out at a very odd odd times like at at um i think recently it's not even the club shows it's it's like amphitheater shows they'll pull it out and be like look what we can do they'll, they'll, they'll just do like a full hit set list and then just pull this out and it's and then put it away for another you know four years um so yeah i mean i think it's 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 one maybe one day we will hear it but uh, i don't believe we've heard it yet um Mm -hmm. connor any final thoughts on the judge's daughter or uh anything else we we covered you know not necessarily just um just that I, I do think this is a really great closing track and we kind of talked about like oh you know they they could have gone with rest as the final track that that would be like a much more um modern sort of forward f- thinking uh decision we'd be having a very different discussion because it, it just doesn't feel like it would make sense then to make rest the last song now it feels like it could be right yeah um and so like given that um considering the judge's daughter as the final song which yeah i i have not really given the time of day as much until very recently i kind of feel like i'm 
very much in love with it. I, I think it's really good, and um, I think it was during our our uh, rest discussion. You had mentioned that um, part of the reason we've been sort of like it feels like maybe we're filling in some of the blanks more on 39 smooth than like we're expecting for future albums is because we never really had a 39 smooth era yeah and i really thought i really thought about that after you said that because i'm like you're right like i remember us having very distinct months or times in our lives really getting into a green day album together and you know what it it, it kind of dawned on me. I was like, we're having our 39 smooth era right now. Yeah, you're you know? right. You're absolutely right. And I just never could have guessed that uh, it would be when we're in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the worst time to feel like, yeah, I'm so into this record. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But I'm like, dude, this album really rules. And so, each, uh, each yeah. song is more relatable than the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Funny. No, that, that, that's actually hilarious. And you're, you're uh, spot on. Um, you know, at long last, Connor, we finally finally uh giving this this record the time of day that it's that, that it's deserved um so i'm happy to have done that i think it's a it's fucking great it's fucking great all the way through it's uh i mean just a killer debut record like i mean not too many bands have debut records that are this good out the gate and obviously there's a mm-hmm. lot that um is built on and and improved over the years but like they had it all here from the beginning and that's it's and, and it's pretty fucking rad and obviously we're not done with that with this area yet so that's that's uh, that's all i'll say for now but um i did just want to note that you know if all goes according to plan the next episode in the feed should be the savior's release um and that's fucking exciting so look forward to that um yes. i know i am um folks if you like what you heard and you want to uh let the world know please um log on to apple podcasts and give us a nice little review you know um you know just follow your heart say what you need to say um make it five stars if you can you know we we would really really appreciate it um if if you want to reach out you can do so uh we we are at green dudes pod at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email about anything we've said or about your thoughts on any of these songs we would love to hear them um you can also reach out to us on social media we are at green dudes pod on both twitter and instagram having fun on both of those platforms um so please follow along and uh join the ride but most importantly until next time Stay Stay punk. punk.